How's it going and welcome to the Try Time Podcast. Stay tuned for your weekly dose of rugby league chatter, discussing what's happening in the world of rugby league. Hello and welcome to episode 8 of the Try Time Podcast. I'm Matt. I'm Cole. And I almost forgot what number we were on. And coming up on today's episode, we're going to desperately try and find something to discuss from a very weather-affected week of rugby league. We take a look at some of the most outlandish fan comments over the past few weeks and discuss your opinions. And we will also be taking a look at the next round of fixtures that hopefully will be getting played. Yeah, should be. Looking at the weather, I mean, I haven't looked We've at the We've got another storm but... coming, so let's wait and see. Yeah, we should be all... I think it'll be all right, though. Yeah, let's hope We're so. hoping, anyway. We're... For the sake of the content, I'm hoping so. Yeah. This is a struggle. Yeah, definitely. And we will start our struggle with the world of Super League results. Now, again, Thursday night matches. Love them or hate them, this one was... A good game, unless you were a St. Helens fan. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that's probably a fair when, thing to say. First of all, quiz question for you lot. This is your turn to do trivia. When was the last time St. Helens got nailed in a Super League game? I don't know the answer, but I want you to tell me by next week. Yeah. Someone probably will do as Someone, well. Oh, I hope they do, actually. I hope so. Saints fans, sorry to let you research this. <laughs> I do feel a bit bad for you. I'm sure the Wigan fans I'm sure Warrington and Wigan will love it. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of Warrington, very impressive performance from your pick to win the league. Yeah, and I think the performance supported my pick because I think the week before against Wigan, they probably win if Crystal doesn't get red carded because it looked really good even when it was off the pitch. So I think it, just the depth they've got, they've still got Widdup to come back into this team and a few others as well. Widdup won't improve them. I don't necessarily. Yeah, but there we go. There's my outlandish opinion for the episode. Gareth Widdup will not improve Warrington. Discuss Widdup, that one in Widdup, the comments. Widdup might not improve them, but would you not argue that he's not going to probably take anything away from them? If if say if say you're coming, I don't, as this is going to sound potentially the most stupid statement ever read by anyone in rugby league, and I would love to know what happened if I posted this online. Yeah. The danger with bringing Gareth Widdup back is dropping Matty Ashton. Now, yeah, who'd have I thought I'd have yeah, been saying that at the end of last season? I agree with you, but I've seen a lot of people talking about who would you drop for when we comes back in, because it's probably in Ashton. But like, I'm, what I'm saying is, in say well, a month's who time... Do you, who do you drop then? Um, out of that because back you don't for, drop Blake Austin. No, I think it's got, it can't be in that. You, you don't, can't you're not, take Ratchford you're off not of dropping the pitch. Ra- you're not dropping He's Ratchford. Warrington's best player, in my opinion. All that consistent player is unsung, one of the most unsung heroes. I think Super. he's talent wise, probably one of the best players. Yeah, yeah. On pure ability, definitely. But I think you're looking at that back four. I think Charlie's not going anywhere. I think Toby King. Even, I've seen a lot of people saying now. Tom Lynham, maybe? Lynham is the one I would, I would probably. And put Ashton on the wing? Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, you're not going to put Widdup on there. Widdup, either full back or move Ashton, Ashton is a really. Ashton is a Rashford back. Yeah. Yeah, put Marcus Rashford in the house, everyone. I almost think he probably dropped Rashford back just because I think he's. I don't think I've seen. I have obviously seen him drop a ball, but he's one of them fullbacks that. You know, when you're watching a game and you think a fullback. Is that why you chose him as the one non Bradford player in your next Bradford team? I just think he's like one of them where you always think he's going to catch it. Like, it's one of them where it's like a safe fullback. Obviously, Widdup as well is great under eyeball, but I think that. I think. It'll just be like playing with three halfbacks when they when all three of them are playing anyway. Yeah. 
And I think all three of them have got a running threat as well. Which, I mean, they don't have, like, they don't have like a Mark Sneed, Luke Gale sort of guy who's a standard number seven and then have a six like Blake Austin off him. They're all number sixes, aren't they? Yeah. Which, I mean, I think that's going to cause a lot of teams problems. Especially if you've got Ashton, Charnley, Lynham, Toby King. Potentially. I can't think... Right, who's Warrington's other centre? Because it, I know he's gone out of my head completely. You're going to put me on the spot. I'm going to forget it now. I'm, I know it's not Ryan Atkins. No, that's what... That's who keeps going... It's someone really good as well. And where, where we look like the absolute biggest pair... Just cut the recording here quickly. Anthony, Anthony, Anthony Gellint. I thought you said it was someone good. See, I personally think Anthony Gellin is a good player, but okay, I, don't I was think... thinking way above that. I was, I yeah, I was... coming to my mind because you said good then. I don't rate Gellin. I think Gellin, I've watched him play last season for Witness and I would not say he was super league quality, but in these first two games for Warrington, he has looked good. So you he kind was of the got worst him. player for the opening 20 of that game. I have never seen but, as many mistakes from a centre in 20 minutes as I have. I know, I know he won't play in that way. I know he didn't really stand out for when for what for a witness last season, but I, I still think the won't take him out. The won't move. Who are you gonna you you won't play? No, the won't drop. The won't play either Lynham or Lynham or Charnley or Ashton in the centre. So it's gonna be one of the wingers. I probably would say you've got to say Lynham out of those. But what I'm thinking, what I'm saying is, say Ch- just Charnley gets injured in five weeks' time. Hopefully this doesn't happen, obviously, otherwise I'll... I know, he's in my team. But, you know, it's like they've got the cover and they've still got one player who you've probably forgot even plays for it in, who is who Matty Ashton has got in the team over, who is a fullback, Jake Mamo. I hadn't forgotten he was still there. And he's out of favourite, weren't he? So they now could get two I injuries question, in that. I do why have they not moved him on this summer? Is it that nobody wants him? Did they try... I think it's more that, think about it, they probably didn't envision... Matty Ashton won't be on a lot of money. And Marmo probably will be on a lot more, uh, quite a considerable amount more. Which is more pressing if you're not going to have him anywhere near the starting 17. Because for yeah. me, you've got Widder, who can play fullback if you need to. Yeah. Who is probably ahead of Mamo in the pecking order at number one. Definitely. Well, yeah, I would Your say... Your order of fullbacks at Warrington probably go Ratchford. Well, you probably... Wigan, I'd say... Ashton, Mamo. That's a lot of money for a fourth-choice fullback. Mm, I know what you're and saying. wherever else you put him, it's he a can lot play of on, money He can play wing centre as well. It's still a lot to be putting. Yeah. But also, that's what... Your last-ditch effort. Why I put them at number one is because of that strength in depth. And, like, they have so many backs who... They've got a player like Jack Hughes who could slot into set... Centre, Ben Curry could slot into centre. They've got some good young up and coming, a good academy sort of push coming through as well. I just see, I see the depth. We're speaking on Morton very much here. but I, I was going to say, I did depth. have another talking point, but I'm going to yeah. leave this as a controversial one for you guys to discuss. Has Mamo ruined his career leaving Huddersfield? We'll leave that for you I, to decide. I, I would say no, because I think he could still probably go to more Super League teams and get in. We'll see. But I, I think he will. I think I can see. I'm going to outline this prediction. Go on. It probably won't happen. You know why? Because Danny Buffy's back from injury. Jake Marmo to Wakefield. Not going to... I don't see how they're relevant considering you've put Marmo at full-back and Brother. Because the halves, but... they're moving Hampshire from full-back to the halves. To yes, but he's just better than Hampshire in every single But what I'm saying possible. is a struggling team like Wakefield would sign someone who's out of favourite Warrington. But I mean, they did sign Roman Navarrete, so I'm not also convinced that their scouting what? department is good can, enough no, to identify Mamma was an can option. Can you see where I'm coming from with that? I 
can, but I also feel we're in danger of making this the Warrington show. Yeah. Right. I yeah. think just to we're cool actually, this game down, St. Helens did have a lot of injury problems. Oh, as a Saints fan, don't worry, because you've got the this new players coming This is not the team through. that won the league last year and that will be challenging this year. And this is why I said Warrington will be top and Saints won't, but I still think Saints will win the grand final, because I think... Saints all have, and you said to you actually said to me you said you um, a lot of people I've seen a lot of comments saying that Saints will walk the league and I think I said I don't think they will based on the fact that they've got even though they've got good young players coming through that if this player is not fit like Wormsley pulled out last minute they're not going to force them to play because they know come end of the season they'll be in and around the mix which yeah. is all they need they're not going to risk, they're not going to make any risks they're already the champions they don't need to go out and absolutely win the league leaders this season they know what matters. But they will want to travel. Yeah, but I think they're also not going to... I think... They're not going to risk gonna stupid risk to every, They're not going to... Yeah, risk everything. They'd rather bleed in them young players for like when the Luke Thompson goes, they're going to need these props to be able to play Super League. Yeah, that is a out. big news story from this week. Luke Thompson, you've probably not missed it, but joining Canterbury for next season, the new yeah. James Graham. Yeah. Right, so... After, wait, actually... Because we're going on about Landis comments later on, but I saw something this week about when who Widdop's going to replace. Some I saw about putting Stefan Ratchford at thirteen. Keeping right, Ashton I at feel foot. a bit sick here, but okay. because and I think I, I could see the sentiment. I don't think it works on a defensive basis, even though Stefan Ratchford is a good defender. I think you need a different sort of mentals to be a one at a middle. Yeah, defending. definitely. Um, because obviously he's got the ball handling, and he does take it. He couldn't take. It, he can take it in, but I think you're going. You're looking at a very expansive team. That's a bit much. That. I'll be honest. That's a bit too much. I can see a team with a good motor impact, like a Castleford, running all over that fruit middle. Personally, definitely, yeah. With a good sort of ex, a good sort of compact Super League quality. Paku probably like Cass are probably going to have four props on bench and they're just going to keep rotating. Like that's a Cass way in it. They've just got props for days. It is, yeah. Not to dwell too much on this game because we spoke about it a hell of a lot of length now. And yeah, I don't like singling players out who had the worst game possible. However, this does go a long way to show how crucial James Ruby is as the youngster Bentley didn't do himself many favors ben- last time. Bentley in- the fact Bentley isn't a hooker and then they've got Aaron Smith who is a hooker, but Aaron Smith ain't going to do 80 minutes at his age in Super yeah. League. Bentley's not a hooker, meaning he's covering and he's probably doing a good job covering, but he's not an out and out hooker. And I think when you see his passes, you can tell that. Definitely. He's a, sec- he's a, sec- he's a, he's a utility forward. This is going to sound a very strange question, but do you think Wolf knows what his position truly is? I think, I think what's happening now in football, rugby, you could say, is you're getting, you're getting like a. Say, I know we're going on to football here and we shouldn't do, but I'm just saying a lot of you who listen to this will follow this. Say Pep Guardiola will play someone like Fabian Delph or like the most overrated manager in um, Zinchenko, Zinchenko. He'll play him at left back because he's like, they can play football. They're a centre midfielder, but you can play left back. In the middle nines at Arsenal, play right back. James now, Milner, Arte, Milner. Exactly. And I feel like that's happening a lot with like, like Blake Austin not win for England. It's from them where it's no, but like the managers. Yes, thinking, but I mean these managers don't have a perfectly fit Ash Handley already there, no. ready to go. Yeah. and still choose to put Austin what on I'm, the What way. I'm saying is a lot of people in sport now are just thinking if you can do the job, you can do the job at that position. It's not as much like position exclusive. 
that's why I think that I can't even remember what the initial thing was even oh we're on about Bentley Hooker I was like that's why he's just like he can play he's a really good defensive player is James Bentley and he can he's good at a dummy half scooting or he's good in and out rook running wise and then and every rugby league player can pass a ball to a decent standard in Super League you would imagine yeah you'd you'd hope so but although I don't know we did have also I think the one percenters having someone who isn't a hooker playing at hooker does affect you, especially in a game like that against a quality Warrington team. I think against a Salford team... definitely a, a baptism of fire. A Salford, a Salford team, against a Salford team the week before, who were a bit low, you know, some changes, not maybe the most compact team, and then you're playing behind Thompson, Wormsley, and that big pack. Now you didn't have Wormsley this time. You've got that big pack, playing off of a big, off a good pack who's rolling and you're winning, four, you're scoring 40-odd points. Easiest job in the world is just playing hooker behind them and just passing the ball and letting them charge over the line. And obviously doing your thing, it's easier to play off a quick play of the ball. Warrington dominated the rook, that's why it's... 100%. Warrington much better. If you're dominating the rook, if you're winning the rook, hooker is the easiest position to play in attack. If you're losing it, it's the hardest. It, yes, that's, that's fair. That's just my experience of playing, playing as well. That's fair. I think I one say. of the most obvious cases of that is Brad Dwyer. Yeah, probably he's that get, sort of player. Get leads on the front foot and he will fly out of every single angle. The second you're not getting those metres, it becomes a long, hard slog. Yeah, and that's when and you need... And he struggles to get that yeah, gap. That's the difference between a good Super League or a good rugby league hooker and a quality one. That's where yeah, you get yeah. like your James Robies, your Cameron Smiths, because if you're not winning a rook, they'll make you start winning a few players. the even, balls. Not even just that. The guys going. have got the distribution to get you out of trouble, like Danny Houghton. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He's not the quickest out of the rook, even when Hull are, with that big pack, are crushing teams through the middle. Yeah. But he's got that ability to just whip the ball where it needs to be. Anyway, speaking of Hull, perfect segue onto the Hull derby, and a much less comfortable win for FC this time, and given somebody's prediction to put KR at the bottom, probably quite a worryingly close game, even for a derby. I mean, I don't. I didn't watch it when we've been on holiday, but I, I kept up with it, and I saw it at times. Not like you to mention holiday. Yeah. Oh. Hulk what? Well, from what and I've obviously watched like the highlights and stuff, and Hulk Hulk seemed really good, and like that try that they scored were just were great, like good rugby to watch. They had another on the stroke of half yeah. time that got disallowed actually, because unlike somebody, I bothered to watch this game in. I, I tried to get a stream, couldn't get one. You didn't do very well because I got one. Yeah, but you want in Malta. So all the, I found all the stream websites, but it's like streaming is is elite. Even though it's illegal in UK, like it will block him me off. I needed to get a, a VPN and stuff, and it was like it's not not worth doing when I'm sat. I'm, I'm like sat in a basically in a bar in Malta. I don't want to be like downloading dodgy VPN things so I can watch whole derby. You know what I mean? It just seemed a bit. I mean, you've got your priorities bad. wrong there, but. Yeah. But it seemed like a really good game, and Hull FC showed the quality in that. They might not be able to play the best, and still they can still win if they're not playing the best. Hull KR, I think, were the better team on the day. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. But then Hull FC still managed to get the win. Shows I'll tell you what quality. the turning point was. I don't know if you'll have seen this. Jamie Ellis, please learn how to convert penalties and not boot them on the upright straight to a Hull FC player. So that set started with Ellis kicking for two points and ended with Sneed kicking for the six points. Yeah. That I'd is, a, that, that is unforgivable. Like, it sounds like a... If you're going like, to boot it off the upright, 
you've got a Jordan Tanzi against Bradford in and make sure you're on the end of it to score. Yeah. Do you remember got, that yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I do remember it. Mile offside one, and it got <laughs> given. What do you think about Hull KR going forward then? I know they've obviously... Up better than more. Wakefield, better than Toronto. Do you think they'll keep it rolling? I think they've got... The thing is, we all said there's no star name in that squad. And I think that's what's going to keep the momentum up. Because they're not, they they're lose not, someone. They're grounded. They're a grounded team. Yes, it will be a blow to them. But unless it's going to be a Ben Crooks, a Sean but Kenny Dowell. Ben Crooks, right? I know he scored all these tries. He's got like five tries. He's a great tries. finisher. He's, he's a great not finisher. A good, he's not a brilliant creator. But what I'm saying is, you could probably, and I, I don't, I just mean like, he's a great player, honestly. But it's like, you know, you say he scored four tries. It's not like he's almost played a bit like a Blake Austin where it's like he's created them tries off the cuff himself. There, a lot of them are just really good finishes, which they are. I would argue that probably half of the Super League wingers could have finished themselves. He's a great player, yeah. Super League quality winger, but you can see where I'm coming from in the fact that if they lost him, they've got a player like Ethan Ryan who's signed for Bradford who is... A re- I know you're going to say I've talked about Bradford, I'm just saying he's the... the Third choice I don't even have to say it anymore. He's their next choice winger and he can finish as well. You could say it about any any team who has a backup winger. A lot of them are. That just shows their depth, which is like... Hello, we've got Luke Briscoe. He could, yeah. A kid who started out as a second rower. Don't get me wrong, let's put him at centre. Great addition. Winger? Bit less short about that one. You can see... Yeah, well, <laughs> that's just Leeds' lack of... Depth. Well, that, yeah, that's true. Leeds' <laughs> lack of... Players is a complete other. You got Reece, you got Reece right. Evans anyway, so you're alright. You'd rather have Reece Martin anyway. <laughs> well, you do, so. <laughs> I mean, on wing. All oh, right, fair enough. Right, so that's the thing that's about it on all Derby, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Elsewhere, we'll touch on Castleford with all their injury problems coming through to beat Wigan. Great result for them. Yeah. Obviously, I watched the this game wasn't it, televised. It so seemed like seen a, the highlights. Seemed a scruffy game from what I'd seen, so. but it seemed like. Cast just ground it out. Wake, um, I mean, Wigan didn't seem to play too terribly. I won't say they have to have any worries, but I don't no, think there's as I'd much. I'd be concerned losing on. to a Cast side with that many out there. But uh, but Cast at the Jungle are a really good team. Yeah, true. Probably game games at DW. I can see Wigan probably edging it. That's the difference between your home and away games, isn't it? Yeah. Right. So I've, what? Um, Toronto Salford. Yeah. Sonny Bill looked really good from the highlights that I've seen. I mean, it's one of those. The highlights are obviously going to show him being, him good, being yeah. good. He's their marquee man. He's probably Super League's marquee player this year, the person yeah. boy. But this is a Salford side that round one looked very ordinary. Yeah. And I don't think they looked incredible from what I've seen. Yeah. Although, also, like, it just seemed like Toronto lacked that extra bit of defensive, like that, have you seen the Reese Williams try? Yeah, I think the way I describe it is probably Toronto have a couple too many championship players that they've not managed to replace with Super League quality. It's similar to London. And unfortunately, those are in probably the most key areas. Well, like what, give me names. I mean, you've got Joe Mella, who was pretty good. Joe McCrone for me is not Super League quality. Getting but on he's their captain and the work dropping. Yeah. Blake Wallace has done okay at full back. He's keeping O'Brien out of the team, but Yeah. You see They've got that competition for places there, haven't they? I think the back five probably are okay. 
because you've got another player, Maloudi. They're playing Maloudi at centre, but realistically, I think he's playing well there. Yeah, but they're good, they've got Chase Stanley, who is their number, their centre, who is yeah. NRL quality. So Stanley and Latelli are going to be the starting centres. And then yeah. Russell and K. I think K is a finisher. Is a, is a finish. Is a good finisher. Yeah, and he's not. He's not got slow legs. No, no. He can shift when he needs to. And then it's a. It's a. It's the forwards that worry the, me. Well, I wouldn't even say. I would I'd say it's the eight and the props. I think. I think in terms Hooker's of poor. Yeah, when they've I got. Don't, I, I think Akers is a good replacement. I don't rate Andy Akers starting Super League hooker. It's like. I don't. It's like McLaurin. He's just not got anything cutting edge about he's him. He's not. He's not. And the thing is, Mickey Mack was a good player. But then Akers, after the ankle injury, he won't percent off. Less. Uh, no. But I think with Akers, it's one of them where he's not bad at anything, but he's not like really good at anything. Like, do you know how Danny Alton's like the one of the, like the best defensive player in the league? He's not going to top the tackle count. He's not got a great skill. And how His good distribution's how, not incredible. Like, you'd say like Daryl Clark's probably the best. Explosive. He's explosive out of dummy same, same with Dwyer. He's got pace. Give him a yeah. broken play and he'll get you meters. Yeah. Akers doesn't have that. Not, not in, not in two in championship it does. He doesn't have super league, but in championship it's a slower rook. So if you can get yeah, out of the yard, the speed's less important. Yeah, but I think I that's all we are really have to touch on. So I'm not. Yeah, I'm, Singleton, Malali are decent. Springer for me is not. It's still not bulked up. I just yeah. I think Lusick once we have Lusick back, is a good is a good player. Yeah. And Sunny Bill has looked all right, and then you've got like your. Albisons in there and plays who I think are they just don't seem to have a moulded 13 and like the, no uh, to be a good team you have That's to have because they can barely put 13 out yeah. let alone 17 true. true true which actually they have now got some dispensation to sign two Canadians and they have to yeah. be under 25 that's the conditions of them adding extra players yeah which I mean they've got that all the, the one Canadian they ever had signed from is apparently coming back or uh, Ryan Burroughs is that the player? No, it's some guy I can't remember. Reese Jacks. No, because he went. They're just the players who they had at the start. Yeah. Reece Jacks. I Somebody. For Canada. I read it. But he's Australian. Yeah, this is an actual Canada. Canadian. Canadian. Oh really? It was not. I know what you mean. I think he's called Neg- Neglati. Yes, this is the Neglati. guy. I can't. I can't yeah, remember yeah. his name at all. He's right. apparently coming back. I think someone else. And we weren't all talking about Sunday because a storm ended it all. Yeah. So I didn't get to go to the Huddersfield game after all, which I'm probably quite glad I'm looking at the weather. Yeah. And so with that... We'll go, I'll just touch on a bit of championship. Oh, go on, we'll um, let because him loose. the games that were played, as London won, Toulouse won. Witness won. No. Did they call it off in the end? I, no, I think... I'm not. That's not the team I was looking for. That's oh, Lee, right. Lee, Lee, Toulouse and London. Witness did get called off. I'm... I'm yeah. It would on up until about an hour before. Am I gonna have to look now? Uh, you're looking you're looking. I was you talk about I just Lee. I just said to Mark before I want to speak about how Lee and Toulouse have looked really good to start the season off, both with two both with really good confident wins. Obviously some a lot of championship teams haven't played two games, so it's hard to touch on, but well, they're pro- the challenge cup, They're probably I would say the front runners for the top two now. I know London have won two, but London have won two ugly. Witness thirty two, Batley twelve. So as I said, Widness also won. Them them teams are looking really good. Is all I'm saying is they're looking good. There's not really much else to add, but like they're look, they're playing well, looking good, and it's looking like it's going to be a great championship season. And well done to Hunsley and Underbank for getting through. 
the next round, of, to the next yeah. round of the Challenge Cup. Yeah, well, that, well that's a little. That right, covers so rugby league this week. Overreact, like not the other. And the first one to cock up this episode, and the second one to cock up this episode, the both you. Yep. Brilliant. Overreactions will be back next week. Let us know what you think of the feature, but give us some ideas as well for stuff. Yeah, especially when like this has been next to no rugby compared to normal. It has yeah. been a bit of a struggle. So this week we're going to take a look at some of the fan comments that really had us either discussing things or generally, no offence, laughing at you. And we're just going to discuss your funny. very controversial opinions. Yeah, so I'll let you guys get us started. Okay, I'm getting started on this one. And this one is coming from, well, it's coming regarding St. Helens. Which is always a very risky place to start. Yeah. <laughs> and this is one comment I had on back when we were going for our team of the decades and we were putting it out to you guys on Facebook, voting the poll. We gave you a number of players, we gave you options yeah. to put anyone else in the comments. I was met with James Roby would be no one without Kieran Cunningham. Cunningham obviously being both his predecessor to the hooker role and his former coach. So I'm not quite sure which capacity I think probably he's a bit meaning that in. I'm assuming mostly predecessor considering he was one of the best hookers in the league before Cunningham got the top job at Saints. Yeah, yeah. Although definitely. he was still involved in the backrooms staff, so maybe not. Yeah, I think it's just that full whole career sort of having Cunningham maybe there so. for the majority of it. What do we think to that opinion? Because I know exactly Nobody what would I be think nobody without him. I think it's four letters. It begins with S and ends in T. That's yeah. exactly what I think of that opinion. Yeah, I would agree with you. In a way, probably, it, it, I would say the, the you've worded it wrong by saying he would be nobody. I think I think Cunningham shaped his career, shaped and enhanced his career. And I think Robbie, James Robbie, tell you that it wouldn't be. Don't say it wouldn't be nobody without him because I just don't think that's. I think true. he's got that much talent. He just still found it. What is it the same? The cream always rises to the top. Yeah. And I think he would have been, maybe, potentially even not a Saints, but a starting Super League hooker. Oh, yeah. I think in and around the England setup. Has he added that extra thing to him, perhaps? Yeah, but then but, I just think there's certain other hookers who aren't as good as Roby. Who I guess haven't had that. I guess you could argue that maybe they have, because they haven't. I'm going to put something to you which might make this opinion a bit more valid. Swap James Roby and Danny Houghton's academy setups completely round. Is Houghton the one that we're talking about as the best hooker in the competition by a mile? I think it's a lot closer. It's a lot closer, but I just think with the way. Saints and Hula, I still I do agree Houghton would be wrong. It, instead of having Roby Houghton, it'd be Roby Houghton. You think Roby'd still just be better? Probably, yeah. Just because I don't just because I, I think Hull probably I actually think Roby's that good that Hull probably get get to a couple of grand finals. I mean they might do that this year. I, I honestly wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't me either. I don't but, I think it's one of them where it's like, well, what if? Do you know what I mean? Is there anyone that we think put them in the same setup, even if we say alongside Roby, and they would come out just as good or better than him? Because I certainly from this country, I'm struggling. Maybe there's an argument Josh Hodgson, and that's about it. Yeah, but Josh Hodgson was. Josh Hodgson went and made his career in NRL. 
he won. He, he did it. He didn't really do it massive over here. No, he didn't. I mean, he was good for Hulk KR, and don't get me wrong, he earned his move, but he wasn't the best hooker that year no. or two he was here in, in the first team. Yeah. I don't know, it's a hard one, that. I think if you want someone that's truly on Roby's level, you've got to go down under. Yeah, because I think in Super League, you've got James Roby, and then you've got Houghton. You've got Houghton, Houghton Clark. Clark. We're going to miss people. I, 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 I would are, say yeah. Dwyer's the bank below that, personally. McShane's just the grub category. I would say McShane's... On a, I know you're going to disagree with me, but on a par with um, Dwyer. I'd agree with that. He's just more of a thug, so he's generally less liked. Um, in terms of us Super League hookers going through in like the top teams, like it's not going to be Andy Akin. We good. It's really? in like a Lula I Sam Powell. I think again is probably on. I'd that. argue McLaurin pre-injury could have got but to I a think decent now he's level on that. had he's he had the same step. Why I think there's only probably Houghton and I think McLaurin is below Dwyer and McShane. Probably, these days. probably right. You probably it's not Kyle right. Wood. No. Who's Huddersfield's hooker these days? Now Chris Adam, Adam, Adam O'Brien, isn't it? Who I think, yeah. again, he's probably... To be fair, on his day, a really good hooker, but he's not going to do all special. No. Who do we think is the next James Roby, then? Who's going to take the mantle once he eventually steps down, both in terms of St. Helens and England? I honestly... This has given us some good talking points, hasn't it? I think that's, I think that's tough, because I think a lot of, a lot of the hooker... Cruz Lehman's probably who everyone I was going to say that, but I didn't want to sound biased in my own club. I'm just thinking of hookers around that sort of young, early 20s who are playing regularly in Super League. I think it's really tough. I think this sort of group of hookers now are, they're almost all, they, it almost feels like they're all the same age. Yeah, we definitely come into a big change. I mean, Dwyer's a bit younger than a few of them, but. Dwyer and McShane are a bit younger. But Clark's going to be in league for another five. Clark's How old is Clark? He's about 28. He's got to be late 20s, but he's got a good sort of five he's, odd years. Yeah, I was going to say, he's not the... He's, he's got more in him than Roby has. Roby's older. Yeah, and Houghton's probably going to be less affected by age because he's so strong on the defensive rather than years, attacking yeah. side. I think he'll laterally last a bit longer. So I think Houghton's younger than you think he is, I think. I th- he probably is, yeah. Probably, I think he's probably about 31. Probably. I'm not gonna say I'm not Googling it, I'm not double checking. What I'm getting now is You're getting your I'm getting the next one. Up. So this is a seen. bit different. This is just a funny comment I saw over this past weekend where the weather's been thing on Twitter. Oh Crabtree it's all oh, to God. do with him. So Big Earl. This is a little, nice lovely lady from Huddersfield called Julie. <laughs> so Earl Crabtree tweeted so no, you've gotta set the story, come on. You gotta do the full thing right from what? the top. Once upon a time, I was talking about John Wilkin. <laughs> so, I have previous with this lady. That's all I'm going to say. She's I don't a lovely to... lady, I'm sure. Sorry to announce, this is Ill Crabtree. Sorry to announce, Huddersfield versus Leeds has now been called off due to public safety. Julie replied, FGS, for God's sake. World's gone mad. Ill Crabtree, sorry in what way? Can I just point out, all of my trains out to Huddersfield were cancelled. Some of my roads were... A bit precariously underwater to a yeah. level. It could have got in a Peugeot 107's engine, so which fortunately... I, I want to a big a- shout-out to Lewis Hobson, who replied to Earl Crabtree, putting sorry in what way, in the way apparently you should go out and play in that weather. Dash, it's a task to get the dogs out with like a laughing face, almost saying it, like it's stupid that you would be opposed to it being called off for that. So yeah. Julie replied to this, saying, my two dogs didn't seem to mind... Even the one with cancer, 
were still keen to chase the ball around the field this morning. I'd just like to interrupt here. Can we have an F in the chat, please, for Julie's dog? Yeah. He doesn't like thunder, but wind and rain don't bother him. Hubby and youngest are currently out in town shopping. First of all, it definitely thundered at some point that day. Yep. Or it certainly did where I was from. I don't know where she's living. Maybe she doesn't actually live in Huddersfield. No. Who knows? But I just think it's one of them where it's like, and then there's certain comments saying, oh, well, you're like, good on you, good on you, Julie. Like, and what did like, Big Earl top it all up with? He retweeted it and put, well, as long as you're okay, yeah. Julie. <laughs> Big Earl <laughs> creating the bad Crabtree, that is officially worthy of a shithousery award from <laughs> us two. If you would like to personally pass this message on and come and collect your award, I'm sure we can draft We'd love something to have you on. for yeah. you. But again, I think that's just one of them where it's just a silly little encounter where she's just like, people are just being a bit silly, aren't they? And like, you're just yeah. setting yourself up to be absolutely memed across the community. Definitely the right decision, in my opinion. Yeah. I wouldn't have wanted to get there. Unfortunately, with my train being cancelled, I do get a refund on the £12 it cost us for us all oh, to go good. on the train. That's all right. And it saved me a 20-minute walk getting drenched each way. Oh, well, that's all right for you. Even though it actually dried up by the time the games could have kicked yeah, off. Yeah, I know it seemed to. I it's mean, one I of them. If you were actually seemed... able to get to the ground fine, you were then you'd the have, game, the game would have gone ahead no problem. But it was the area around the ground. And the same for Wakefield as well. And because out of the two, I live nearer to Wakefield's ground. And it wasn't nice. You know, it would have been a big struggle. Yeah, definitely. Especially for people that have got more treacherous journeys than Julie's five-minute walk with the dog. <laughs> so... Right, so come on, next one that you've got. You've got okay, more. now, this next one, I'm going to cheat slightly because this hasn't come from a fan, but it might as well have done. And it's our lovely friend from Wigan, Gabe Hamlin. <laughs> yeah. Ever prone to hiring the... The best people in society are Wigan. He has now come out and said he failed his drug test because cocaine was in his system from kissing a woman he met on Tinder. <laughs> I, oh don't know, I don't know the, how possible that is. Um, First I, of all, you know you're in Wigan when your Tinder matches are already up on coke before you even meet them. Zach Ardaker, I don't know who you've brought over to Wigan that you used to deal yeah. with, but... Kudos, they clearly think they've it, got loyal customers over there. It, it's a load of it's a load of bollocks, isn't it, really? It's a load of shit. I it's mean not great, And if it's it? not a load of shit and you've got cocaine in your system from kissing a girl off Tinder. Maybe you should eh, get higher standards. Eh not even that. If you date someone on Tinder, you enjoy yourself, Gabe Hamlin. Right. Eh, when you meet them and find out, and you're probably gonna if you're kissing them before you found out that they possibly do cocaine, you're Got some wrong going on there. Well, my only B, thought if is, you've kissed them after you know the you know the technical kid, sort your head out. <laughs> now I'm no expert on doing drugs, but I'm pretty sure that you don't literally eat cocaine. No, you definitely you sniff it. So how the hell are we saying this? I do not know. He, he's obviously playing the some sort to be of in like his bloodstream. What has he consumed? Is he a vampire? <laughs> It's not right. I think we don't even need to stay on this long. Like, you're yeah. just an idiot, man. You, it's, That's it's something else. And I think that almost seems a perfectly stupid note to end Yeah. our contentious news of the week. So if you have some controversial opinions, or you just generally know someone that thinks something stupid and you want us to rip them to shreds... Yeah, anything you hear on the terraces as well. Let us know. We'll, we'll be doing this... 
We every, can do it whenever. Every, every, every other week, week, every month, however you get. Whenever, you whenever, there's, whenever there's no else to be. Yeah, pretty much. So we're now going to go into fantasy rugby league, are fantasy we? super league. Okay, yeah. we are doing. And I am pleased to announce that I am still very high up the Tri Time Podcast League, ahead of this pillock. He was even behind my Chris Wellham. He's a god team that also, I didn't realise, features an injured Tommy Makinson. Oh, yeah. Because I put the wrong winger in at the start. Also, half my He's team... still ahead of you. The Storm stopped half my team playing, so I think it's invalid. I mean, the Storm still topped half of my team that's fourth from playing. I still have, yeah, three, four more players to play in that game that didn't happen. Yeah, I had, a lot. I had just as many. Yeah, and I'm fourth. Yeah, congratulations. We're just gonna thank you. Also, a slightly bigger congratulations to Phil White, who is now this week's top, top of the league. His Dumfries Warriors side have not only scored the highest points of the game week, but also overall to knock Sean Peach off, who is still second. He's close. And I am second Yorkshireman behind Chris Armitage, who is a Tigers fan. So, I am coming for the Castleford fan and going out for top Yorkshireman. Yeah. Shout out as well to the second place Rhino on here. His mum in 12th is still beating him. Who's still more in it than me. She keeps messaging me saying... <laughs> she messaged me on Sunday when I were on holiday saying what's going to happen to the Fantasy League now that the games have been called off. And I was like, I don't have a clue, mum. You know, I like... I'm, at least I... Oh, is it, it's not one of big. three people on the scoreline 9-11. Oh, oh dear, it must that's be a side. Must be. Seeing as yeah. we're in a, a tall tower building right now, oh dear. I think let's get on to the Let's next get this bet. over quickly. <laughs> yeah. Side note, it's nine points behind you. Chris Wellham is a god. He's coming for the guys on those points. Yeah. Chris Wellham is, is, is Chris Wellham is a yellow card. Chris Wellham is coming for 9-11. <laughs> that that's a good one. There's line. a new conspiracy theory to add to the list. <laughs> that's definitely got to be the title. We definitely have to end this section on that note. Yeah. Right, the game weeks ahead. Yeah. So Let's I'll start with Super League. And first of all, Wigan, Toronto. I don't... At Wigan? At Wigan. Wigan win. Yeah, Not too convincing, but I think we can win. Really? Yeah. Is that on Sky? Yeah. Oh, being sure. I'm looking Put forward to it. Put 40 past him. Mm. Yeah. It'll be close. I think Sonny Bill will score. Bevan French will score a hat-trick on the wing. All right. It'll... Never play. played winger, but here we go. Right, go on. Next game. Let's flip fire. We're going quick through these. Leeds Hull KR, Headingley. I don't comment. I can it's actually see Hull KR winning. I was going to say Leeds, but I actually can picture... We play Is that on the sky as well? No. We oh. play terrible after a week. Oh, I Okay, I'm going to win. Well, go to a match and watch a game of rugby like On me. Friday night? Yeah. He's already bailing out. Can I point out, this is the guy who's bailed out of the Challenge Cup fourth round. The historic tie against Underbank because he wants to go serve some toasted sandwiches to an old woman. <laughs> Because I have work commitments. Right, come on. Salford so Huddersfield, that's the game on Sky at the AJ Sol- Bell. Salford Huddersfield on Sky. Yeah, why would you pick that on Sky? Um, Huddersfield to put 50 past them. Salford to scrape Aiden sees a masterclass. Two will all the higher length of the field try to win it. Not going to happen, but I think Salford will win because Chris Wellham's not banned. That I'm aware of. If he is banned now as of... Your team's, <laughs> your team's in bid. 
I st- if if he's banned, they're going to lose. If he's not yeah. banned, they're going to win. That's how right. good he is. Catalan t- Castleford in France, Saturday. Castleford. I agree. Sunday, Hull FC Saints at the KCON. Saints to lose two in a row for the first time. Hull FC. Since. Hull FC will win that. Second quiz question regarding Saints. When was the last time they lost two league games in a row? Let us know that Probably as well as when they got nailed. Even though they've sure. got Sate, Sate, is it Sate, Satai, Satai's banned for three, yeah. But I still think they've got the replacements yeah, there and they'll be well. decent. Finally, Trinity Warrington at Trinity. And haha, Warrington, enjoy your two points. War- <laughs> I think that's a perfect point to end the Super League on. <laughs> I agree. Right, right now we're going to let, let him out of the cage for a bit more championship. So please don't turn off now, however tempting it may be. All I'm going to do. All you're going to do right. is probably discuss Bradford in a minute. No, I'm not going to discuss Bradford. I'm going to discuss Bradford. That's Told you. No, Bradford are in the, I'm picking four teams every... Four games every week, which I think are good games. Matt's told me off for picking all the top teams. I'm like, how come... All eight of the top nine teams always seem to be playing each other, so they're the four games. Because but I've actually picked one that's out of that now because Matt had a go at me when I told good. him. Good, rightfully so. So, Lee versus York. Lee, really good. York... Obviously, they need, they've got something to prove after losing week one. It's really confusing because obviously some teams have played twice, some teams have played once. York in round one lost to Toulouse, which is hard to, to go anywhere. I think Lee will win this. Lee are rolling right now, looking really good. Lee will, win, Lee will beat York, in my opinion. Right, I agree. Lee to win. Game two that I've picked is Witness London. I actually think win, in the battle of the 3G pitches, um, I think Witness are going to win this. I don't know what you think about this one. These two. Witness to win. London don't look up to full speed. London, they've bit, managed to win to beat. Ground it out against Rick Whitehaven last week. Now you put me. Yep, I'm pretty sure it was Whitehaven because I checked not that long ago to play the same day as Witness Battle yeah. that you didn't even know happened. Um, and and the they struggled scraped against, against Bradford. Yeah. And that's two not very convincing teams from two so far, so. I think Witness can snatch now. it, yeah. Then we're going to one that Matt's thing. This well, is actually, the one that I've. We're going to the one I've made you put in because I shouted at your selection. Well, there's two actually that I could pick. No, actually, go for the one. That you know I what? You know with. what? I'm not actually going for the one you've said for a reason, which I'll tell you. So the next game is Bradford Featherstone. I'll be at this game if any of you are there. I'll be there. If you're really interested, I doubt Thanks you are. Thanks for that. No one cares. Um, I think Featherston will beat us. They only want me to be there to shout at Chris Wellens' <laughs> shit at me. Fev will, Fev will beat us. I think I think it'll be close like the Bradford-London game was, but I just think they'll probably just have that little bit extra quality. But I think we'll put in a good performance and I'll walk out of there probably thinking, we played well. I'm happy with it. You'll we'll probably be come right. out there thinking, Dane Chisholm's tore me a new one, literally. Well, the fact that he's banned means he won't. Oh, good. Which means probably have McClellan still playing, no, no doubt. Probably oh, there you go. Ryan, probably have Richie Myler as well on dual reg, no doubt. I right. don't know. So this Lehman's is fit. the fourth game I've picked, and this is also because I think you viewers, a lot of Super League fans, um, Sunday afternoon, it's on the the late one of the the second late. I'll, actually, it's the first. Want to try this sentence again? Our league every Sunday night, I put in the ones on at six fifteen. So after you've watched your team, you can jump on our league, watch a championship game you wouldn't usually watch. So Whitehaven Alden, which I had as the bottom two, two promoted sides, both they'll know they're going to be on sort of on telly on our league. A lot of people watching. I think it's going to be an absolute cracker to fair up in Cumbria between two. Not might, the quality might not be that good, but I think it'll just be a close game. I'm gonna yeah. get, I'm gonna say Whitehaven at home just edge it. I've got no it's obviously idea. one. I'm that, gonna go Whitehaven just because I've been to Cumbria. A it's one of, of times. it's one of them where I'm thinking I might I might try. I actually would advise to you, Matt, 
if you can on Sunday night. When is it? Sunday it. quarter past six. Quarter past six. Well, we're filming apparently on Sunday, so we'll see what's going to get yeah, out of there. We're gonna we'll do a Facebook live reaction video. We'll get it up. On. I think we're filming this Sunday <laughs> yeah. anyway. Yeah, well, it's either this Sunday or next week. We'll try. Know. We're gonna try catch it, and it's gonna we're gonna try get it out. So yeah, but well, we're gonna try get it out. We're gonna. We're gonna. I'm trying to promote our league, so sponsorship. You're trying to get knowledge of the match, yeah, out there in the wider rugby league community. Yeah, so you might now know. Oh, we'll go watch championship. Come Sorry to our Papua New Guinean fans who don't have our league. Get our league. Get over. I feel like you probably can't get it over there. I think it's only in the UK. Yeah, probably. Get a VPN, Papua New Guinea. Get them. There you go. If you you've could got be asked wife. in Malta, but in Papua New Guinea, get a VPN. Get on our league. Get on it. Right, I think that's honestly it for this episode. Yeah, I, well, I'll give a shout out, shout out to the fact I told you to put in Batley and Swinton. Yeah, Batley and Swinton. To be fair, they're all crackers. Another close game. game, that one. Yeah. Anyway, and I'd just like to, before I say goodbye here, shout out to Zach Brown for calling us out on Twitter when Chris, well, specifically calling me out on Twitter when yeah. Chris Wellen got sim binge. Yeah. Feel free that's to it. tweet us things. Yeah, that like, on. we've had a few of them. And just generally, too. just tell us. Give, tweet us your crap opinions that you want us to roast, either yours or someone else yeah. that you don't agree with. Or you just generally you... tweet as random rubbish. We respond to most things. We'll respond to pretty much everything and we'll get it on pop. You'll probably end up featuring our Probably. Podcast. I'm quite proud to say we engage with our fans. Yeah. There's not many of you. We like to stay true. <laughs> right. On that note, before we embarrass ourselves further, I think it's probably the right place to end. Yeah. Thanks so for watching. We'll discuss the talking points next week, the return of overreactions. And we'll see you next time. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye.